San Angelo Time is brought to you in part from listeners like you. Thank you. And thank you, and welcome to episode 32. 32. I was going to ask you about that. I think yeah. I do need to go up just a top. There we go. You're right. Thank you. So we're on season two. Season two, episode, episode 32. 32. Yes. And it's uh, August 1st, 2021. Summer is flying by, man. Way too quickly. Usually, I don't know, I'm not a big summer person, but we've we've been out a lot. We've been busy. Been busy, 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 and things are flying by, and August is here, and it'll be gone before you know it, and we'll be into the fall, and your favorite time of the year. I love the fall. Mm-hmm. You don't like the heat, so. Yeah, but um, this past few days... We haven't really had any. No, we had a, we had a lot of rain. In fact, we had like a, you know, that one night we had that big storm and the the big thunderbolt of lightning that woke us up in the middle of the night. It was scary. It was like right down the street like a from us. Crackle. Yeah, like... it was like boom. It was like one o'clock in the morning or whatever. That night it was just pouring, and I heard the next morning our meteorologist Carl Bonac say that we got two and a half inches of rain that night. Oh, I believe that. It was easy. just coming down in buckets. It just never stopped. And then our um, our little flower thing um, that we have. The little... One of the shepherd's hooks there, yeah, yeah. tipped over. and mm-hmm. But I think the flowers are all happy to get the water. And I think the, the too. flowers look really pretty. Mm-hmm. I, I was starting to wonder about them. You were? You yeah. were worried about them? I was. No, well, they seem to be doing okay. Much better now. Yeah. So, um... What do you say we get in... To the news? To the news! It's time for San Angelo Time News. Okay, I got that finger indication that we should get into the news there. Yeah, I mean, it's fine for us to be talking, but... um, Oh, so our producer, Brandon... (laughs) Yes, producer Brandon... Sent a few... Notes? A few notes Uh on San Angelo Time. A few production notes? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so... uh, so, uh, I think he thinks we've been kind of dialing it in a little bit. And he wants us to be a little more... Thinks we've been doing what? Dialing it in? A little bit. I think, you mean, I think you mean mailing it in. Okay, mailing. What is... He wants us to dial it in. <laughs> okay. We've been mailing it in, he says, I think. So. <laughs> okay. So, we have to re- revamp the whole thing now? Is that what we got to do? Not a super revamp. Okay. He, you know... Tweak? A- apparently, we're still charming yeah well we are still us i mean <laughs> he just wants us to do a little tweaking okay so uh so yeah we should um have our segments okay so and our breaks and and uh apparently um yeah we just need a couple different theme songs oh sure we'll just figure those out as well <laughs> well i thought we could do work on that this coming week sure yeah we can yeah we can Figure out whatever you gotta, we got to figure out here. So Yeah. Eh, whatever. I'm just along for the ride, man. Whatever you want, you know? <laughs> just ride your coattails now. Well, you're kind of, I don't know, you're the engineer, right? I am engineering the show. I am running the board. I am the board op of San Angelo time, yes. Well, mm-hmm. you, you're also a very professionally uh, trained classical singer. I don't what? know. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you went to school to be a DJ. A broadcaster? Broadcasting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, I think that you've got mm-hmm. enough oomph 
to carry us. <laughs> oh, now all of a sudden I got to carry us, huh? <laughs> hmm. I mean, yeah, you you're professionally uh, schooled, yes. so you should know what makes a good show. When I went to school, there was no such thing as a podcast, so this is all kind of new. Yeah, but wouldn't this be like talk radio? Mm, yeah, I guess back probably. in the day. I guess kind of, yeah, probably. Rush Limbaugh. Uh-huh. The uh, EIB network. So. Enjoying your smoothie over there from Bird's Eye, from huh? Bird's Eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's um this is my idea this week, not uh slave driver Brandon. Um I wanted to like give a few shout-outs to since we've been spending so much time downtown mm-hmm. this summer. Yeah. So we went to Bird's Eye today to get smoothies. Um, I went and picked them up. I was at the radio station and picked them up on the way home. Uh, what else? So we went to a dinner the other night, right? Right, right. Yeah, on uh, on Thursday, the kids, not our kids, but they're friends of uh, Holly's. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of makes them... Our kids? Our kids by default. By default. Yeah, pretty um, much. They arrived from... Indianapolis. Um, they are. They stayed at our little Brimley place. Mm-hmm. They're up for a wedding, and we uh, offered to let the four of them stay there since they're friends of Holly's, and mm-hmm. they were coming up for a wedding. So, and they have. I, I'm assuming they've gone back now. I've heard. From oh them, my so. gosh! I'm sure by now. Like, I'm sure, they're probably back in Indianapolis. It's five thirty, so. but they had really sketchy internet because of you know they're from the city and. They should have sketchy. They had sketchy cell coverage. I think cell coverage. Yeah, yeah. So, but they, but the internet. I mean, they were using the internet there at the, the Brimley House, and that's really good. So, but yeah. So uh, anyway, so we took um, one of um, the Ellen. couple, Ellen, and her boyfriend Pete, Pete. who's a, a very nice guy. Ellen, we knew because Ellen was went to Butler with Holly and just recently graduated and um, was Holly's roommate for a while. And uh, but we'd never met Pete before. Pete's a great guy. Seemed like a nice guy. He went to to Purdue and graduated there with a bioengineering degree and works for Eli Lilly and has a great job. And uh, I thought he was a very nice young man. He was a very nice guy. He was like personal, very inquisitive. Like he talks to strangers. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking to people. Like mm-hmm. and like me, he never met me before. So and he was like like interested mm-hmm. in what you had to say mm-hmm. yep not just you but like you in general yeah so a nice kid and uh we had a good time we had a nice dinner and um haven't seen him since but i you know they've been busy with the wedding and stuff sure so. yeah so, which is I, cool. mean, I mean they were we making time in their schedule for us right i mean which... they got a free meal out of it so i mean <laughs> <laughs> Really nice free meal out of it, so uh, right. But like they were here for a reason. And, no, I understand. And, yeah, yeah, and and we insisted on taking him out. You know, if it, it worked into their schedule, you know, because we knew Ellen and and that. And so we didn't get to see the other two boys who were in the wedding uh, much, except when I met them out at Brimley to give them the key, so and kind of give them the nickel tour and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but Avery and Nick were involved in the wedding. And um, yeah, so it was, it was good. It was. Uh, I hope they had a good time. I hope they were comfortable out there. And um, yeah, and uh, it was nice to to be able to host them out there. So yeah, I was pretty excited about that. I was happy that. for them. Yeah, and I was excited to have that meal. And 
Uh, we went to the Lockview. Yep, the Lockview down on uh, Portage. We've been there a few times this year. We've been there a couple times with Mickey and Bruce. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know who else we did. We could take Holly there once, or did Holly and Levi go there once with us this year? Mm, I don't think so. Not this year. I don't remember. But I mean, the Lockview is mm-hmm. definitely a summertime mm-hmm. staple. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really good, and it's it's a uh, own. I don't know who owns it now, but the food's great. It always is. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I was a kid and they had a different, it was Turley's Lockview, and it, it was amazing then. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they always have fresh white fish. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was good. That's what I had. Is that what you had, too? Did you have white fish? No, I had the stuffed shrimp. Stuffed shrimp in honor of Brandon. Brandon used to like stuffed shrimp. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Looked good. You, you get offer two me sides. One, so. No, there was only eight of them. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Like, Get into my said, stuffed shrimp, you son of a bitch. Get off my shrimp. It said on the menu, eight. Yeah. Shrimps. Oh, gosh. Don't you want to go there now? Uh, I don't know. Are they open? I don't know. Oh. It's Sunday. Everything closes early. Yeah, and we got these smoothies just under the nick of time, and they were close. I went in there just before five, and they were closing at five, and I don't think the gal was They, they were now. giving you the, the, the eye. side eye there. Yeah. The old man coming in late to buy a couple smoothies. The hell does he think he is? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we've been downtown quite a bit. I, I, I don't know what other things you want to talk about downtown. Well, I but. mean, our downtown is so beautiful. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it was recently suffering for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Sioux Theater came in. Mm-hmm. Um, how many years ago now? Ooh, it's been at least 10. I mean, I think probably 12. Okay. And that 13. was really nice. And of course, they've got mm-hmm. the the senior citizen um, the housing mm-hmm. up there. But, you know, nothing to really pull people downtown except for Portage Street in the summer. Right. They've been doing it. And, then, and they've really done a nice job of, of, of freshening things up downtown and they're continuing to do that now they got a new uh place place making project underway where they're kind of making some more green spaces and more hospitable places for people to gather and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's 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 nice it's nice that they're doing that stuff it's a little inconvenient now because they're tearing everything up but i mean it's gonna look nice when it's it's really nice we got some really nice stores downtown you know if you walk around in traverse city on front street and and those you know, downtown areas as well as Petoskey. Um, I don't know the name of their streets down mm. there, but I mean, they're bustling. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the Sioux has really been, you know, um, you see all these empty storefronts. and But the Locks Project has right. brought people. Oh, for sure. Yep. Well, and, and that'll be a project that goes on for about 10 years, so. And I really feel like um, it's starting to kind of bump back up ever since COVID. So oh, for sure. So yeah, going downtown was beautiful. After- you didn't mention now. You didn't mention one other place that we went downtown recently. Well, last night. Well, last night it hasn't. I kind of had oh. my little list. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Going okay. from I don't know. Go ahead. From day to day. Okay. So we're still on Thursday here. Oh, we're on after, Thursday still. Okay. After the log feet. Mm-hmm. We went to Zach and Max. Yep, we went to get some ice cream down at Zach's. It used to be Zach's, now it's Zach's and Max or whatever, or Zach and Max. Yeah, so Mac 
apparently is the dad. Mm-hmm. And there was more than one restaurant or store or whatever you want to call it. I guess, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the dad and Zach was the kid. So he named his store after his kid. Mm-hmm. But apparently Mac has passed away. And Zach wanted to honor his dad, so he's making it call it Zach and Max. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yep, yep. And um, Ellen um, is lactose intolerant, so she didn't get any ice cream. So you bought her some fudge, mm-hmm. which is nice because our area is known for some tasty fudge. And fudge that we always call people who come here in the summer. And it was funny because fudgies. She, she couldn't decide between two, and I said, well, "Why don't you just get two then? Why don't you go on a beach?" She wanted between. She was between the uh, the dark chocolate and the milk chocolate with walnuts. I said, "We'll get one of each." Well, then she found out that she got you buy two, you get one free. So she ended up getting three. See, so I said it's a good thing I talked you into two, right? Right, and I she mean, was pretty happy about that. These kids uh, that live in Indiana, you know, get to have some Mackinac Island fudge. Mm-hmm. They were gonna or some Portage ha- Avenue fudge. They were well. Still, it's Mackinac right. Island fudge, mm. and we always called people fudgies. Yeah. In the summer. Mm-hmm. The tourists, the fudgies. Right. They all came for fudge. Um, we used to have a lot more fudge shops than we do now. I think there's just a two. And there's only really one, I think, that makes it right there in the building. So. Right. The fudge, fudge Duloc. Fudge Duloc. And that place was around when I was a kid. I'm sure mm-hmm. they were around for a million years. Um, so, yeah, it was nice. Um that they got to experience that, mm-hmm. and I know they were going to Mackinac Island the next day. Right. So I, hopefully they had a good day with that. I do. I hope they had a good time. Um, and so then Friday, mm-hmm. um, you and I wanted to go out to eat again. We've just been busy, and it's like uh, you get tired. You I've been lazy. Wanna, I've been lazy. I don't want to cook. Cook. And so we went to the Wicked Sister, which we love. Mm-hmm. And they are also downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we went in there, the owner, um, she the place saw... Used to be, a, is that the, used to be the porthole or the... He, I think it was porthole. Yeah. It used to be a bar called the porthole. And they really fixed it up. It looks really nice in there. And great food and really nice atmosphere in there. I love uh, the Wicked Sister. Mm-hmm. And when COVID was a thing, we always supported them. Like mm-hmm. we would get... Well, COVID still is a thing. Right. I shouldn't say it like that. But we always would get like takeout. Mm-hmm. And um, the owner, Kathy, is so nice. Yep. Yeah, she's great. She uh, used to work years ago down at um, Zorba's. Oh, okay. And when Holly had her dance class on Monday nights, mm-hmm. Brandon and I would, we would just park and then we would walk downtown and brandon always wanted to go to the haunted depot and get like fart pillows and mm-hmm. <laughs> little Why magic he? tricks he probably would still like some fart pillows fake puke you know he would like all of that stuff still um and we would go to the uh zorba's mm-hmm. and pick up uh something to eat and then we would pick holly up and and go home and mm-hmm. uh well, th- I think that was wife swap night or something. Swapping wives. What was that show? I think that's what it was called. And then we would eat. We would eat and watch wife swap. This must have been before me. No, you were around. No, oh, I don't. Remember I don't think about you. We, wife swap. You weren't living with us at oh, the time. Okay. 
Anyway, so we would uh, visit with Kathy. Mm-hmm. She's just so nice. Like she's she... great and very personable. Yep. And so we walked in uh, on Friday night, and she knew that we were doing Dancing with the Stars. Yep, we're doing. Uh, I think we mentioned this. We went to this last week. Yeah, Dancing with the Stars, the fundraiser for hospice. They just officially announced it this past week, and so kind of everybody knows that we're doing it now again. And so we walked into uh, Wicked Sister. She pulled us over and said she wanted to make a donation to uh, our fundraising event whenever we have it. Which was so nice. Super nice, yeah. Like, usually, like, when you do fundraising, like, you have to go out and hit the pavements and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, talk to people and, Mm -hmm. you know, kiss babies or not with COVID now. I don't know. I don't remember kissing any babies the last time. Well, I'm kind of assuming it's like a political journey. Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's it's this problem. It's because a lot of these businesses get hit up for a lot of fundraisers. So, you know, so you feel bad asking. But, I mean, they know it's a good cause. And so some businesses are going to contribute to some people and others are not. And so that's fine. And normally, you and I both try to um, shop local. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think we're pretty fortunate too with the radio station. You know, we the last time we did uh, Dancing with the Stars was it five years ago? I think so. Um, we um, the radio station. A lot of the people at the radio station went around to their clients and got donations uh, on our behalf. So we had the sales staff were out there, you know, getting stuff from various clients and stuff. So that was kind of cool. That's very cool. And I'm sure that they will do that again this year. So I've that talked to every, awesome. I've talked to everybody at the radio station. Everybody's on board for helping out Team San Angelo again this year. That's so. awesome. We need all the help we can um, get. I just they could just dance for me. It would be great. Not only was it nice of Kathy mm-hmm. to contribute to our fundraiser, but mm-hmm. I mean, she told us like we didn't go in and knock on her door and no, say hello. She, she approached we us. Are, so it was so awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that that's nice that you know, she knows that we support her business and so she's supporting our our thing and I think that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, even if we never even met Kathy before, we would still eat at the Wicked Sister because mm-hmm. it's the awesome. food's delicious, yeah. It's great food, but when you go there like I love to sit at the bar mm-hmm. because you know, all the actions happening at the bar and everybody who works there is really nice. You like to sit at the bar because Scotty is usually working at the bar and you like to Scott talk to Scott, so. Well, of course, he always says really, really nice things to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's one of the other participants in this year's uh, Dancing with the Stars. He's uh, dancing with, with his niece. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I forgot her name. Emily. Roscoe. Emily. Right. She's not a Brasco. She married. Oh, she's married. She's okay. Emily. But she was a Brasco, right? Yeah, she married um, that young Steve man. Steve Brasco's daughter, right? Um, She married Jock's. Um, oh. Andre? Is that okay. his name? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But okay. she's a, a Jock's hmm. now. Cool. So, so yeah. All right. All righty. We're all um, moving on. Um, moving on. So, that was Friday. Um. And I was off on Friday, um, so that was nice. Uh, during the day on Friday, I was wandering the streets. Um, I just love going downtown. And um, what did I do? Were you street walking? No. There was a reason I was going to. Oh, 
Yeah, I went to the courthouse earlier in the day. Oh, okay. And um, we just had to pick up a couple things over there. And um, I thought, oh, you've got that wedding on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I thought... I probably need some new clothes. Something like that. So Mm -hmm. I went over to Proper Apparel Mm -hmm. downtown. We're just name dropping left and right here, aren't we? I really want to say a mm-hmm. lot of nice things about our downtown. I'm, that's fine. I'm not, there's nothing, I'm not knocking it. But I love that people are bringing business this downtown. This segment of San Angelo Time brought to you by Proper Apparel. And Bird's Eye. And no, that was the, that was an earlier segment. That was yeah. Wicked Sister and... <laughs> the Lockview Restaurant. <laughs> Who, by and the way, the foundry. serves breakfast. Mm-hmm. And... But um, so I went to Proper Apparel, and I love them um, because they're uh, um, they sell clothes for women of every size, mm-hmm. and they're very nice clothes. They've got some really nice things in there too. And they're quite stylish. They are not like over the boat expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're reasonably priced, and um, the young lady who. I'm. I know she manages. I don't know really much more what her job is. I know she does. She purchases. Like she's a buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's got a lot of experience because What's her name? Ellen. Ellen. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, Megan Hannah's sister. Okay. Um, Ellen Ruthier. And Megan Hannah runs the prim. Which is like, which is what like, uh, like putting stuff in your face, right? Like uh, fillers, Botox. That's yeah, what yeah, like aesthetics. She. I don't know. I don't know what aesthetics is. I'm just saying. I'm. Well, I was. I'm dumbing it down for the people. The people here. I mean, because I don't know what aesthetics means. It means um, if you want to get rid of the little flabby stuff under the under the chin. Yeah. What do they do? They just do that. I don't know what like take their hand and go. I don't know what she does. Well, you should ask. She just gets rid of lines and and slapping you around and get rid of the lines makes your lips more full. Mm -hmm. And I don't need that. (laughs) Well, I don't think she opened her business for you. Well, I could be a customer though, right? I or is it more? Is it more for women? I mean, I know women go there for mm-hmm. sure. Maybe males do. Maybe, maybe the guys want to get a little Botox on their foreheads. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But so there's prim aesthetics and proper apparel. Mm-hmm. And you went in the proper to get yourself some clothes. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, Ellen, um, as usual, took really good. Uh, care of me mm-hmm. i see her you know with other customers she gives everybody like really good attention mm-hmm. you know and she points them into the right directions based on what they want and um it's just a really really good store so i bought um i bought something for that wedding that we had mm-hmm. and i thought it came together quite nicely mm-hmm. the outfit mm-hmm. yeah that was really nice you looked nice yeah so, uh, so yeah, um, that was super exciting. Cool. So, it, I mean, to me. Well, that's. I say it all casually. Yeah, that was super exciting. But it really is because um, 
I've gained COVID weight. Well, yeah. So have I. A lot of people. You're not. You're not alone. I think. No, a lot we're of not are. alone. Um, I talk to patients almost every day who are upset about their COVID weight. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm not alone. But um, if you know, I think if you get something that fits you well. Mm-hmm. And I'm clueless when it comes to clothing. So if I find a place. Mm-hmm. And I know the lady downtown, I haven't seen her in a while, but um, over at the Fat Boutique, I know mm-hmm. she does the same. Yep. Another name drop. So when are we going to get the checks I from maybe, all maybe, these names? Maybe get yourself some free, uh, some free clothes <laughs> or something like that. Well, thanks for all the mentions. You know, ever since you mentioned us on San Angelo time, business has doubled. <laughs> all those 15 listeners. Well, well, that's probably seven all, now. You know, after this, baby, I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, so the thing about the the the, the apparel places, I, one time I went in there, I said they need to have a store like that for guys. There's no real good guy store in town, right? You know, right? Because you know, I mean, you know, I, some men like to be fashionable and stylish and everything. So it'd be nice to have a guy store in town. Maybe you should open one. Me, yeah. I know nothing about. Well, you could be the you could be the you could be the money. Get somebody like that Ellen gal to get in there and run it for you. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, she's awesome with women's clothes. No, she's good with women's clothes. She's probably good with guys' clothes, too. I don't know. Anyway, just What about idea. bearishes? Don't they sell to men? They do sell. I mean, yeah, they sell to men and women, but I think they're... Uh, and and some of their stuff is very nice and everything, but I mean I'm you know they they have the basic stuff that you know the guys like. I I'd like something a little bit more trendy. <laughs> like when you were in high school and you had the skinny tie, the skinny tie and the flap shirt. That's right. <laughs> Don't laugh. I was rocking the flap shirt and the skinny tie. You you I think it's funny? I saw your pictures. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I look damn good, woman. <laughs> I was killing it back then. I think it's time to take a break. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Talking about my stuff, and it's like, all right, well, fine. Take a break. We'll come back here on San Angelo time. Beck's Baked Beans has been a family-owned, honest baked bean company since 1923. We have perfected our secret family recipe through decades of love and craftsmanship. Only wholehearted, healthy ingredients go into our wide variety of flavors. Beck's Baked Beans pride themselves on being the best baked bean company, offering the most delicate ingredients while also offering the lowest price. It has been a company moral standard ever since Beck canned the first can of baked beans. They're perfect for family gatherings around the barbecue, a delicious breakfast for the kids before school, or that late night bonfire with your closest friends. We hope you choose us. Beck's Baked Beans, the finest beans around. Whether you're doing your chores, playing a video game, or maybe you're sitting by the fire with a nice warm blanket on your lap, we're happy you can join us on San Angelo Time. Hey, and we're back here on uh, Sunday, August 1st, 2021, here on San Angelo Time, and I'm Mark, and that's Sharon. Hi. So uh, what else, we had a pretty filled week. What else you got on the, your, your big list there? Okay, so... Do you need me to do the news open again? <laughs> like take two or something like that? No. All right. So we're up to Saturday. Yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, our daughter, our baby girl. 
In Holly. Holly. She's not here. She's in Indianapolis. She had a big job. Mm-hmm. Uh, she moved yesterday. She moved into her very first loan apartment. Like, it's by herself now. She's got got herself a little efficiency apartment there, and which is um, super cute. We saw she, she moved in yesterday and took some video, put us on FaceTime, and walked around and showed us, you know, her kitchen and her little closet and her little bathroom and her... I think the living room seems like it's a pretty good size, so... Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's kind of like a big fancy bedroom mm-hmm. with a beautiful kitchen. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, the kitchen, at first I didn't think it looked that big, but when she stepped back... I it's mean, a good size. It's good size. I mean, again, you're not, you're not, you're not feeding a family of five in there, you know? Exactly. And it's got beautiful countertops. It's got really nice beautiful cupboards, cupboards mm-hmm. with the nice hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, the drawers just easily slide in and out. Well, those drawers are pretty small. <laughs> They're tiny, but they slide mm-hmm. in and out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you recall her last apartment, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, She had a townhouse. Right. Um, one and a half bath. Two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. The last, um, the kitchen cupboards were like old in the. Um, well, I think the whole the whole apartment complex was an older apartment complex, but but the drawers nice. would like you know you had to really kind of yank them mm-hmm. to get them to open, and then mm-hmm. they kind of open crooked, mm-hmm. and you kind of have to straighten them out. I mean, it is what it is, right? But this new place is great. Plus, she's got her own washer and dryer right in the room there, so. I it's adorable, mm-hmm. and I asked her, you know, is it noisy? Because she was doing laundry when I was talking to her. She goes, "No, can you hear it?" She goes, "It's the dryer is going right now," and I had to really listen. Mm-hmm. And she said she had to like listen to the washer because it didn't make a noise or anything when it stopped. Right. So she wasn't sure if it was still going. Yeah. So that's really nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, like. It's an efficiency apartment, but it's it's spacious. It has beautiful floors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got air conditioning. It's a unit. Um, it's on the it's on the wall right under the window. But still, it's kind of like a. It looks like one of those ones, like in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. But she said it it um, does the whole place. She was even a mm-hmm. little cool. Yeah. So she was. Uh, considering you know turning the thing off right it'll be nice she'll be it'd be good to have it when she needs it and she'll you know obviously have good heat in the summer or the winter and so yeah so good for her that's good that she's moved in and i know that we've worked hard to get her to this point where she was moving in so yeah yeah so um i don't know i'm just really excited for her because like I never had my own place. I mean, I did after I had kids, but, you know. You never had a place on your own by yourself. Is that a hint? No. Oh, okay. No, but I think younger me would have loved, you know, such a thing. Yeah, maybe. So. I think older you might like it, too. I'm not sure. Why do you keep saying that? Don't be. (laughs) Whoa, don't be a what? Going to finish that sentence there? Don't be a jerk. Okay. I don't think that was a lot. I don't think that's what you were thinking, but don't be a you know, a D word. A D word. <laughs> don't be a D word. Okay. So um anyway, so while she was busy moving, you and I were busy mm-hmm. putting together a little tent. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy up or a, a not so easy up. It wasn't that hard. 
I don't know. It always pinched my fingers. So anyway, we uh, I had a wedding yesterday, and it was the first time I wasn't DJing. Uh, we were hired just to be the photo booth for this wedding. And I was glad, because now you got to teach me the whole mm-hmm. ins and outs of the photo booth. So we, uh, and we uh, recently purchased a new photo booth. Well, I did. Sharon approved the purchase, I think. Did you approve it? I'm not sure if you did. I did. I think you did. So anyway, uh, and just got it this week, um, and I was I was getting a little nervous because this company, uh, Max Design, uh, that makes it, they make them right there in house. Uh, when I ordered it, it said six to eight weeks because they're so busy, which is great for their business, you know. But I'm thinking, oh man, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I was like right on the edge of when it was when I needed it for yesterday. So anyway, excuse me. Um, I contacted them. After I purchased it, and I said, um, um, was it last week or the week before, I think? I said, so uh, what's the ETA? And they said, well, we don't have an ETA on it yet because um, uh, part of what I ordered uh, was the cases that hold the unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two cases. There's a case that holds the top, the head of it, you know, with, where the iPad goes. And then there's another case that holds the, the base and the, the pedestal of it. Mm-hmm. And they get those from a company called SKB. And the bottom case is a hard SKB case. It's a hard plastic, really good industrial case. Um, but they were out and and they were out backordered because SKB also does a lot of work for the military. And they had a big military order come in. And so they had to push a lot of their other orders back, including the ones for, for Danny, for Danny Max. So... He says, I don't have a case for the bottom. I said, well, can't you just pack it up in the box and then send me the case when the case gets here? I mean, if everything else is ready. And he says, yeah, I'll pack it up really good. And he, I mean, to his credit, when I was really worried, I was thinking, oh, man, I asked him to pack it up and it's going to be like in some box and there's going to be banging around in the back of some UPS truck or whatever. And it's going to be all beat to shit or whatever. But no, I mean, he packed it, I mean, beautifully. He did a really nice job packing it up and and protecting it, and it looks great, and we used it last night for the first time, and I think it was huge. I think it was a huge hit. I think it, I think it's uh, really upped our photo booth game in the... Uh, it's really, um, it's, uh, I don't know the right word. Like, it, it doesn't look like anything people have seen before. It's, it's very unique. It's unique. And um, we got a lot of compliments on it. Mm-hmm. We put the easy up uh, yesterday because it was really raining. Well, she, she, yeah. And the thing was that, she, and I didn't realize at the time, everything was outdoors. And the reason everything was outdoors is because when this gal was booking her wedding, Lake State, where she had her reception, wasn't allowing any indoor um, events. So this gal ordered a tent a pretty good-sized tent from a company in Petoskey. Yeah, Um, it was very big. um, Because there's not a lot of those tents around here, um, which I thought maybe that'd be another opportunity to make some money. Well, that was really, and it was really well We should buy a tent and we could rent it out. You know, did you notice how well that thing was put up? Oh, yeah. Well, it's a a huge tent. It's got the big, it's it's almost like a circus tent, you know. But, um... So they came up from so she had ordered it and reserved it. Well, subsequently, now Lake State was allowing stuff to happen in the Superior Room in their big in their big uh, banquet hall. 
But this gal had already spent all the money on this tent, so she was insisting that everything was going to take place because she didn't want to lose out the money. Uh, sure. You know. So um, the photo booth was taking place outside, and she initially just wanted us on a patio. And I was thinking, oh, that's not going to work because, you know, what if it rains? So I brought the easy up, and we set up next to the, the circus tent. And um, it worked out great, you know, because we did get a little bit of drizzle. Yep. Um, yep. It did get wet. But um, but we were dry and everything was fine. And um, yeah, it was a big hit. I think the photo booth was a big hit uh, with people. I think they really enjoyed it. They, I, I offloaded all the uh, pictures off of the iPad. Mm-hmm. How many pictures do you think they took last night? A lot. Take a guess. Well, those kids probably doubled the number. <laughs> There were some there were some pictures of those kids that I didn't see that hadn't seen before. Um, they took uh, over four hundred pictures last night on the iPad. So, uh, and then what we do is we'll take them off of the iPad and I'll put them on a flash drive and then I'll give all the pictures to the couple and everything so they have a copy of them. But we print them off as well for people and people are having a fun time with it. You know, what I mean, yeah, you're right. The kids were having a you know maybe a, a little too much time of it, but I mean that, that was fine. You know, I mean we got paid pretty good for doing that last night, so. It covered our costs. Sure. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of compliments on that thing. Well, I like the, the thing I like. So our photo booth is what's called an open air photo booth. So it's not like you don't have a, it doesn't normally fit in like a big photo booth canopy tent like most photo booths do. They're, the camera is on an iPad. So it's basically just a stand with an iPad and it's got some lights on it. It's really kind of pretty and everything. It's really pretty. And then the pictures print onto a printer that we have over on the table off to the side. Um, the nice thing about the iPad, too, is that people can text the pictures to themselves if they want. And I didn't set that option up last night because well, it takes more takes yeah, more I'm, time I'm doing glad. that. I'm glad. Everybody, there was, it was pretty busy. We were very busy. So, so I'm glad you just printed that. So we just did the print and everything, and that was fine, and that's fun. And, um, yeah, I think it's, I think um, I, I'm really excited to get that. We have another wedding, and we're actually doing everything. We're doing the ceremony, we're doing the reception, and we're doing the photo booth. That's that one down in Trout Lake that we went down to check out that space. Oh, so we're definitely going to have to have two cars. We're definitely going to either between now and then buy a new car or um, or rent a rent a, or maybe, I don't know, we'll, we'll figure out something. I don't know. We'll figure out what we're going to do. But we, if we take our cars, we're going to take two cars. Right. But, yeah, this it's beautiful. It's It's the... I don't know, like what kind of plastic is it? Or it's not plastic. It's um, it's um, well, I can't remember what he makes it out of, but um, he has a what's called a CNC machine, which uh, is a computer that has a design, and it goes through this computer program and cuts them out and everything. And um, it looks like plastic. It's not pla- It's it's not plastic. It's it's very. It's um, I can't I can't remember what the name of the the, the product is that he uses, but it's certainly durable. It's durable, and it's it. It has um, lights on the inside. It has lights on the inside of the pedestal and then lights around the, the, the halo part, the head part. For That's probably why the kids were so mesmerized. They yeah. kept coming back and kept coming back. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so. It was good. Uh, it was fun and it was good. And it was good to also uh, see another DJ do some DJing last night. So. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't really get to see a lot of other DJs. Nope. So. Yeah, so it was good. It was good fun, and we got home at a reasonable hour. Then we went out down back downtown because Sharon likes to go downtown so much. 
I do. I love to go downtown, but you were the one who actually I suggested. suggested. I, I, said, I said, I probably owe you a drink now, don't I? And you said, well, yes, you do. I think you do after all these children. No, they were fun. But it was uh, but it was hard to find a drink because by the time we got downtown, it was a little bit after midnight. It was midnight. Like, seriously, the bars are closed so we, at midnight? So we stopped at a couple bars. I won't mention them just because, you know, I want to, you know, but a couple of them were closed already. Um we ended up going to the Downtowner, which I don't know the last time I've been to the Downtowner. I have downtowner. never cared for that bar. And no offense to you guys who own the Downtowner. It's just too noisy. It's a small bar, and it was very loud last night, yeah. That's the only reason. Like, it's got a nice, um, it's nice, mm-hmm. um, it's got a nice uh, ambiance or whatever, mm-hmm. but... I am not a person who loves noise. Well, we're not really bar people anymore either, so. Not at this age. But anyway, so, but then. But we weren't the oldest people there. We were not the oldest people there. Uh, but we, uh, so we had a drink or two, So I of us. had two. You had one. I had one. I was glad that you only had one. I had one. I was fine. I was driving. So, uh, but then we um, were walking. We had parked down by another one of the bars. We had to walk back to our car. And as we were walking back to our car, we noticed that the Savoy was open. Yeah, and I got and, curious. And Sharon's like, I wonder what's going on in there. So we walked in. I walked in. And then you told me to come in. I'm like, I found downtown. And it was packed in the, in the I Savoy. I found the people. Now, I can't remember the last time I was in the Savoy. It's been years. Oh, it was years for me, too. Um, and they've really changed. It's changed quite a bit. Um, they've got really nice lights in there. They got a, It's really what the back door used to be. Yeah. I mean, I would say as, as far as, you know, now I didn't, didn't see a live DJ. I don't know if they were just pumping in the music or not, but... Or it was just some type of a mixtape, but um, people were out there dancing. They had some really cool lights on the dance floor, and and um, yeah, it was a it was pretty busy. So yeah, now that, I know that that's a notorious bar for people getting into fights. Yeah, I heard that over the years. Mm-hmm. There's been some fights that happened in the Savoy. So I, we hung in there long enough, so we didn't get into any fight. We didn't witness <laughs> we any have fight. Any, any what are you fight? old people doing here in our young people's bar? We're gonna <laughs> kick your ass, you know. <laughs> Um, but no, we, we got, we, we left and we survived and, and, um, yeah, it was, it was kind of neat to be in there because like I said, I didn't even know that they were still open. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. I didn't either. But, so it was pretty cool to yeah, go in there and check it out. Really cool. I think we were the oldest people in the Savoy. Probably, yes. But it's kind of we hard were, to tell. We were not the oldest people at, at the downtown. No, no, no. I, I know that. Yes. I saw a couple people that were older than us. Yeah. So... All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, take another break. When we come back, we can uh, find some happiness with Holly Ann. Okay, all right, we'll uh, do that coming up here in just a bit here on San Angelo Time. Smoking is no joke. (sighs) Hi, my name is Kip Kipler, and I'm here to tell you about the dangers of smoking. Every single year... X amount of Americans die from smoking. This isn't new. We've already known this. So why you keep smoking? Why you smoking for? Don't stop it. Science has shown that tobacco and tobacco-related stuff is addictive. And if you smoke it, then you're going to be addicted. And that's not good. Why don't you, instead of taking our word for it, listen to this distressed father. Excuse me, what's your name? My name is Kyle. Hi, Kyle. What, what is it with, what, what, what's, what, why do you not like smoking? 
Smoking killed my son. Smoking killed your son? How old was he when he started smoking? He never smoked a cigarette in his life. He was shot. Smoking is stinky. Stop smoking. It's uh-oh, stinky. P.U. This has been paid for by the public health services to stop smoking. P.U. Whether you're listening to us on Podbean or Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate your time with us. Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time. counseling center i asked my roommate what to say to the receptionist he said he didn't know so i walked up to her and said hello i want to die but i think i maybe shouldn't do that after a bit of discussion and waiting she was able to get me in to see my therapist we talked for a while with my roommate in and out of the room at times he called down to a local hospital stress center and told them i'd be on my way my roommate and i went back to my apartment to grab some things then we went to the hospital I spoke with an intake counselor and then waited with my roommate. They decided to admit me, so I followed a nice lady upstairs to a locked ward, gave her my belongings, waited some more, followed some other nice ladies into an exam room where they looked at all my skin to make note of any markings. Then they removed my piercings and gave me scrubs and socks to wear. My roommate at the hospital the first night was very nice, a lady who had postpartum depression. She left me her nice travel-sized shampoo and conditioner when she was discharged. I don't really remember what I did the first night and the next day. I made sure to eat healthy and walk around the ward to stay active. I went to every group therapy session that there was. I read books and wrote in my journal and called my friends and family. I talked with the other patients who were there. I made a lot of good friends there. In fact, those of us that stayed the weekend, anyone who isn't discharged on Thursday stays the weekend, became so close that we kept in touch for a while after leaving the hospital. I didn't have a bad time at the hospital. It was really, really nice. I didn't have to worry about school or anything else that was stressing me out. I also wasn't using any substances. It was like a five-day vacation where all my needs were taken care of and I could just relax. Manufacturing. Producing. Marketing. We mean business at We Do Business. Project the market, dial our shareholders. They need business at We Do Business. Group meetings, inflation, hard cheddar, cash money, Gouda, big bucks. Money means business at We Do Business. Mergers, mass layoffs, killing corporate spies when sipping under the rug. Death means business at We Do Business. Do business with us at We Do Business. There is always room for healthy bickering in marriages, but would you record it and put it online? Thank you for joining us on San Angelo Time. And welcome back to San Angelo Time. Hello, hello. Um, oh, I can't wait till Holly's story, you know, until and she gets to a part where she's finally where we I, know her. Right, exactly, yeah. I remember all those times when she was like that, you know, and it was a 
it was a uh, pretty tough. So it brings so much back, but uh, I mean, she's amazing right, right now. Thank you, God. <laughs> right. So uh, today is today actually August first is the fortieth anniversary of the uh, kickoff, the very first day of uh, MTV. That is so crazy. Isn't that wild? That's 40. You remember? Four, zero. So, so I'm playing this. I don't care if we get in trouble or not. T minus so. 10, 9, 8, 7. I don't care. I'll pay six, the fine. Five, Honey, we four. might lose We've our house main for this. Start. We have main engine start. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. <laughs> Oh, I missed that so much. All right, so it was 40 years ago today that we all got Sergeant, our MTV. Sergeant Pepper taught the band to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, do you remember? Now, I let's, I want to ask you because I know Sault Ste. Marie is kind of a, a little bit more of a remote place. Yeah, I was... Uh, did you see MTV when it first came on here in no. Sault Ste. Marie? No, but... Because you would have been, what, 19 yeah, at the time? Holly and I... Or Holly... <laughs> Mickey. Mickey and I were... I remember us being in Lansing. Now, my memory could be fuzzy. Like, maybe we waited mm-hmm. and didn't go right after high school. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's where I remember MTV, like, starting to watch that in, in Lansing. Lansing. Right. Because did you have cable here? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we had cable. Even my parents had cable. Right. So I remember cuz it was the it was August of 1981, just before my junior year in high school. And um I remember that whole you remember that whole summer with all those things people saying, "I want my MTV." I, I want my, you know, like staying and everybody wanted their MTV. I had you know? a speech in speech class uh years later in college. And um, it had to be a, a speech from the heart. Mm-hmm. And um, the teacher wanted us to, like, pull you into the speech. And mm-hmm. so I didn't know what to say or write. Um, so I wrote this speech. I made it funny. And yeah. it was about, um, I want my MTV. And oh. I was like, MTV is going out of business. And... Oh, what was that one deep VJ's name with the long hair, Adam, somebody or... Alan Hunter? No, the long haired guy. Not He wasn't a first VJ. He was like one of the later VJs. I don't know. But yeah, I was like, they can't afford his styling accessories. Mm. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, and it, but I, I said that at the end, just pull out your wallet. I mm. want my MTV. And I actually got an A on that speech. I rocked it. Cool. Uh, I absolutely loved MTV when it came out. Of course, you know, again, I was 16. I was uh, uh, still in high school, um, huge into music. And I remember as a kid watching, I mean, because you know, I grew up on music. And then I remember when I first got into rock and roll, I was probably like seven or eight or nine. I think my uncle had given me, like my uncle Mike gave me like a copy of the Monkees album. Uh, my uncle Kevin gave me uh, Led Zeppelin one and two. You know, I remember first hearing Queen. Yeah, I went to my first concert when I was thirteen. So, 
I remember all those bands, and the only time I got to see any of them was on Don Kirshner's rock concerts. Do you remember Don the- Kirshner. Do you remember Don Kirshner's rock concerts? I do. See, it was kind of like the the uh, white version of uh, Soul Train. No, that would be more like a, a American Bandstand. American Bandstand. But I mean, that, but 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 if but that was all you ever. You, it was Don Kirshner's rock concerts for rock bands, but like. You know, American Bandstand or Soul Train was all top forty stuff, you know, and I wasn't really into top forty music at the time. So, so yeah, you could watch, you could see his black artists on Soul Train, and I did watch Soul Train. I enjoyed it, you know, and I did watch American Bandstand. But I mean, Don Kirshner's rock concert for me was the big thing, and we would stay up late to watch him on. I think it was on Friday nights or whatever because we were all in rock music. Don Kirshner had all creative control over the Monkees. Um... Mm-hmm. For a while, yeah. for quite a while. So uh, when MTV came along, this was it was revolutionary, you know. And again, I think that the, I part of the reason why I became a went into radio is because I knew I was never going to be a VJ. I mean, I don't got a got a face for radio, you know. So not all of the VJs were that cute. I know, but I mean, I knew I wasn't going to be a VJ, so that's why I ended up going to, into radio and everything. But that was obviously. Such a cool thing. I mean, the VJs were the most awesome people. I had a huge crush on Martha Quinn. I thought she was the biggest nerd I ever saw. Oh, God, I love Martha Quinn. I thought she was, duh, kind of. But, you know, she grew her hair out. She could have been the... Dumber than a box of rocks, but and I would have a crush on her. she wasn't even pretty. Didn't care. At first. I thought she was cute. She grew her hair out. She started dressing better, wore a little makeup. She got pretty. Anyway, um, so I thought it'd be fun to, to kind of relive the beginning of MTV. And obviously, you know the very first song that was played. The very first video. I, everybody knows everybody that. Everybody knows that. That's like the biggest uh, I already know that trivia question mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. So it is. The Buggles mm-hmm. video killed the radio star. Mm-hmm. Which it really didn't. No, it didn't. You know. Um, anyway, uh, what was and a- video isn't really a thing anymore. Now it's all digital. I know. it's, it's and, and plus MTV doesn't play videos anymore. So um, number two. Number two was Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally remember um, she was wearing that black and white striped t-shirt mm-hmm. um but i can't remember the song it wasn't like one of her big big hits oh, but it, it was still a hit you're not allowed to do that i'm not even i can't do that can i say the name of the song or am i getting you in trouble can, for that you can say the name of the song you better run you better run you better, you better hide, hide. Uh, number three i'll give you i'll give you a hundred bucks if you can get the artist number three I don't have a clue. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. Because no, I, I wouldn't have known. I only I went up to one and two. Is that um, the PhD guys? No, that they're number five. Oh. By the way, <laughs> they're good. Um, number three, Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. She and a song I didn't even that I can remember. What she won't you? dance with me. I uh, never uh, heard of it. Um, number four song that you would know, and I think you like this song too, by a band that uh, is. Well, two of their members are dead. Two of them are still alive. The Who. Oh. You Better You Bet. I love that song. Mm-hmm. I love that song, and I love uh, Eminence Front. Eminence Front. Great song. And Squeeze Box. 
That's an older song, but yeah, that's a good song too. Uh, number five is the one that you you brought up, the PhD. PhD. So um, PhD was a uh, um, kind of a British new wave band or whatever. And the fifth song, you won't recognize the band, but you definitely would recognize the song mm-hmm. by the cover version of the song. So the song is called Little Susie's on the Up. And I remember that on the Tesla. I remember that. Um, Tesla did the cover, and yeah. they just called it Little Susie. But it's exactly the same song. I mean, it's a cover. So Tesla did a cover of PhDs, Little Susie's on the Up. But if you listen to, and obviously we can't play it for you here because no, of copyright can, bullshit or whatever. So we can do a playlist, and I have not made a playlist. Yeah, so we're gonna we make can... we're, we're gonna make a playlist of all these songs here, so so you can check it. But you gotta listen to PhDs, Little Susie. If you've heard Little Susie by Tesla. It's the same song, I'll but it'll blow up. your mind listening to the uh, the original version of that I'll song. I'll put both so. of them on. Uh, number six? I I don't know. I never went past the Pat Benatar, the number Cliff of- Richard. Oh, I like Cliff we Richard. We Don't Talk Anymore. Remember that song? Yeah, I don't care for the song. Okay, number, but- number seven, Brass and Pocket by The Pretenders. Oh, I've, that's such a good video. Where she's a waitress and she's mm-hmm. staring at the window sadly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine don't, or number eight, don't really know this song by Todd Rundgren, Time Heals. Mm, sounds a little familiar, but. Um, number nine. Number nine. The first concert video that ever aired on MTV. Pat Benatar? Ario Speedwagon, Take It on the Run. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, number ten was Styx's "Rockin' the Paradise." Great song. <laughs> yeah. Um. Bu- 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 I don't know how far up we want me to go. Well, I don't know. Really. First Canadian band. I know the answer because I told you. But I said it. Yeah. I guessed it. What's the song though? So what's the uh, band? Well, I know it's um, April Wine. Right. You know what the song is? Um, right now, I can't even think of an April Wine song. <laughs> My brain is like, Duh. just between you and me. Oh, that was a big one for them. Yeah. Uh, let's see, they uh, were my first concert in Sioux, Ontario. Yeah, but. I don't really consider it my first. There's concert. a lot of repeats. They didn't see. They didn't have a lot of videos back then. So there's a lot of repeats. Like we've already number seventeen. There's already another Ario Speedwagon song there. Pretenders on again at nineteen. Well, they did say um, I've watched a few documentaries about MTV, and they did say that they had a hard time being a twenty-four hour video station without really having any videos. Yeah, they um, and there's there's all sorts of cool things on Wikipedia. You can you know you can read about it and everything about some of the technical difficulties. So there's a there's a great um podcast on um Sirius right now. Is it the Alan Hunter one? Uh, but it's Alan Hunter, uh, Mark Goodman, Nina Blackwood, and Martha Quinn all together recounting that first day of MTV. Oh, I want to hear that. It's really it's it's five hours long. I haven't I've only listened to like the first half hour of it, but. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, and one of the things that I learned just in listening to the beginning of it is that there was not cable in New York City. Oh, really? They had to, they, the first night, because a lot of that, all that stuff was pre-taped, none of it was live because they were too nervous to say, make it live. They, they pre-taped everything and then aired it, you know, re- re- aired it back like voice tracking. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
they went out to New Jersey. They all piled in a van and went out to New Jersey where there was cable where they could watch it. Oh, okay. So because they wanted to watch the the the, sure. the first, you know, because they were had no clue what it was going to be like. You know, they had shot the stuff, but they didn't know how the whole production stuff was. What gonna it was going to look like, you know, and and um, nobody knew what how big it was going to be. I had forgotten this until this moment. <laughs> Remember, I was just kind of dogging on Martha Quinn. She grew on me, but um, you know how I was just dogging on her mm-hmm. a few minutes ago. Yeah, I back in the day, I remember now. Telling my friends, I used to say, Martha Quinn must have an uncle who owns MTV, because otherwise, how would she get on TV? Wow. (laughs) She was so nerdy. Yeah. She had the biggest crush on David Lee Roth, I remember. Did she? Yes. First heavy metal song played on MTV was Iron Maiden by Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll make a playlist while you're getting the podcast uh, set up. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's again, just kind of a, it's hard to remember back then how important MTV was, you know. It's not hard for me to remember. I mean, but it, but it's like, if, and it's hard, maybe that's the wrong way to say it. It's hard to express to people. How important MTV it, it was, was back then. Very if, important. You know, like, like our kids would never understand. I can't. I mean, I don't know what I could relate it to well, to let them me just in say their lives. This. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. and we would listen to radio, mm-hmm. um, and then in the summer I would go visit my grandma in Lansing, mm-hmm. and I would listen to the radio, and then I would come back, and um, the songs that were playing here. Mm-hmm. And the Sioux were the same songs that I was listening to before. And it would take a long time before the songs that I heard in Lansing... To make it here? ...would get here. Right. Once MTV happened... That changed everything. We all had the same songs mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. And that MTV was, like, huge in my youth. Like, sure. I was an early 20s person and Mm -hmm. and that was like right when you first come into your own and and it was it was big well and and the interesting thing is you think about the bands that blew up because of mtv you know like think of like def leppard i mean they're a good band but i mean i think that they became as big as they were because of they were good looking and they had all those videos you know or you know there's other bands that you know or other artists that really blew up because of their exposure on MTV, which you, which you could never get that kind of exposure, you know, anywhere else. It's, you know, it it was such a, such a global phenomenon. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I honestly think that, like, I mean, that was be, way before internet. You know, oh, now yeah, you can yeah, see for anything. Sure. Oh yeah, well, exactly. At right. A moment's notice, but but yeah, that was like kind of first. I mean, it wasn't internet, but it kind of was. You know, well, it was kind of like. It was, it was, I mean, and, and back then too, I mean, you know, you mentioned radio, you know, and radio was still viable and very important just like it is today. But I mean, back then, not only was it important to get on the radio, it was important to get on MTV. So the millions of dollars that these uh, record labels would spend producing videos just for MTV, just mm-hmm. because they knew the value of that exposure for that artist on that platform, right. I mean, would mean huge dollar signs, you know, it could, and again, it could make or break an artist back then. So, 
Well, I'm going to make a playlist, yep. um, and then while you're getting our podcast all, you know, set up to go online, mm-hmm. I'll be doing that. So I don't think we really need to go into another break because uh, what are we watching? Yeah. Look at my baby. Um, crazy yeah, we don't got a lot to talk about here. Yeah, because so. they're like they're all done now, right? Yeah, so we'll just do a quick okay. of these, and then we'll say goodbye for another week. Okay. And now it's time for what are we watching? All right, so it's time for what are we watching? And uh, well, we're. We're done watching pretty much everything We're now. We're done with everything. The uh, Why Women Kill is now done. It's why, Season did, two why is, they killed. Yeah. That's yeah. why they did it. Season two is in the books. We watched the last episode the other night. Uh, Kevin can fuck himself or F himself or however you want to say it. I like the one. That season's done. They, season show, one is they done. show the words, Kevin can... And then it says, it's like they show the word, but you can only see one letter at a right. time. But mm-hmm. they show all four of the letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's done. Uh, what else would we watch in there? This is Pop. And then the movies that made us. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's some new ones, that, those that we got to watch. I mean, the, this is Pop, I think we're done with. But I, I think th- we're done with that one. But the, the, the movies that made us, we've got a, got a whole new train train season of uh, that that we can watch. Um. Yeah, and then uh, I watched, uh, and I told you I watched this, um, the uh, pilot for a show called Manifest. Yeah, that was on NBC, I remember. Was it? Okay, yeah. I never saw it before. It was pretty interesting, so I don't know if you're yeah, going to want to watch it. I might it, watch it with you. I never watched it on TV, but you and I have already watched a few shows that we never watched when it was on. Mm. And, and then there was that one that Bruce suggested last week that we haven't started watching yet, so I can't we remember. We should, though. Yeah, because he's he a text, loyal listener. Hey, he texted you. He takes the time to text and he listens. He's going to say, well, "Those fucking idiots!" I, I send them a little, a little picture, a, a show to watch, and they don't listen to me. He, Bruce would never say that, by the way. Well, maybe he would. He I might. Don't, he you might don't say know. That. Like, I'm not going to give those assholes on, any more suggestions. On like the outside, he's really friendly, nice, Bruce. Yeah. On the, the inside, inside like, oh, those goddamn Sinatra. <laughs> um. So let me just say, without giving, Bruce. without any spoilers, uh, what did you think about why women kill? Um, honestly, I liked the first season better. I loved the first season, and I loved the second. Season. I like I liked the second season. I didn't love the second season. I loved it, and I loved Elma Philcott. I loved her. It got to be a little, it got to be a little, like, stop, all right? I know. It, you know what I mean? The, as as the season went on, I mean, to me, I've always There's said. There's plenty of chances for her to jump out, you know, and like. I've always said season two was so delicious, and it was, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but just it the last. a little weird when you last, say that, by the way, so. It, I don't care. I don't it was a delicious, fun ride. <laughs> it just sounds so wrong. It just sounds dirty when you say it. I don't it know. It was. It's not dirty. Well, it sounds it. I don't know. It was just a darn good fun time. Yeah, it was, it was all right. It was and good. um, but once they got to like the second to the last, and then the last, 
it was there was a lot. Yeah. And it sure didn't end to anything like I thought it would. Right. Um I I'm still trying to decide if I am happy with it or not. Had we talked about um Good Girls? No, I don't think we talked about the ending at all. I know we can't give spoilers. No, we're but, not going to give spoilers. But, I mean, but, obviously, when they ended it, they weren't pre- planning on ending it. Yeah, they were prepared for, for another, another season. season. Because we literally had to Google the ending. Like, after we watched it, what we're like... What the hell just happened? Please explain the ending right. of Good Girls. Like, we watched it, and we didn't get it. We're like, what? Yeah, so, I mean, so obviously there was going to be another season. I still will bet you that they're going to do another season. I somewhere. hope they do. Like um, Netflix um, is carrying the sure. show, mm-hmm. and they are doing great. I mean, they with- could pick it up for another season, just wrap it up. Then you know, you know, put a bow on it. You know, but I mean, right, right, because like you could tell that it was an ending, but it wasn't. It wasn't like the ending. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of things hanging out there, so. And literally, we Googled mm-hmm. because we didn't get it. Like, that's the end? Right. Uh, what? You yeah, know, it was a little weird. Let's, let's come back after that commercial and mm-hmm. finish it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good girls. I hope that Netflix gives them one more season mm-hmm. so that we understand the ending. At least after I Googled it, though, and I will say to anybody who... Is gonna watch the the last season. Once I googled it, then I was like, oh, 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 okay. Then it makes more sense. But you have to. I had to look it up. Right. Cool. So, what'd you think of Kevin? Since those two those two shows we were watching Um, a lot. I don't know. It's still. I mean, again, like I've said before. And I did I say it on this show or not? I'm not sure, but you and I talked about it. He hasn't done anything to warrant what she wants to do to him, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Annie Murphy has said in public uh, what she wants to do to him, what her character wants to do. Right. So I think we can say it here. Okay. Um, the, her character is so... She, she's she been married to him for 10 years, and she's so upset with him and so frustrated and mm-hmm. she, she wants, wants to, to kill, kill him. him but i mean the, the the thing is is that he's not there's not been any sign of that he's been abusive or like he's beat the shit out of her or something like that yeah he's just been a buffoon he's, he's just been he's been i mean has he been a dick to her yeah he's been a dick to her. he's been kind of you know and a buffoon yeah for sure but i mean he never treats her with any respect but i mean so just leave him i mean why you got to kill him just say fuck you and I leave think, him. <laughs> I think her last uh, uh, stand was when he emptied her bank account and she had that money. She thought she had money for a new house. Right, and he spent it on something stupid or whatever. That was okay. her last straw, but still... Still, I don't know that that warrants, you know, off in the guy. Right. So what we see on the show... I mean, I spend your money left and right and you don't... As far as I know, I'm going to try to... Well, I hope you're not spending our bank money. No. There's more money in the bank. I know, but I hope you're not spending it thinking, oh, we have extra money in the bank. And if I was spending it, I wouldn't be spending it on something stupid like some of the stuff that he's spending it on. I know, but... Anyway, I was that was more of a joke as anything don't else. Don't be so. spending our money. I'll do what I damn well want to. 
Oof. Did you just do that? Did you just flip me off? No, I didn't flip you off. You scratched my nose. You scratched your nose with your middle finger on me there. I'm not sure what it was over there. Stop. Just don't spend my money. Sharon can have herself. I don't know. (laughs) If you spend the money. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have to start smashing beer glasses. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I, it's, I mean, it, it, there's going to be another season, I'm assuming, and we'll, you know, maybe we'll get a little bit more into it. I'll watch another season of it. I really like that show, though, even if... I like the premise you, of the show. Even if you can't explain her wanting to kill him. No, I... I, I still I, like it. I like the show, I like, because I like the way it's produced. I like the way they shoot it. I like the way that it's done, you know, with the two different types of camera sh- shots yeah, and everything. I even like the storyline, though. I just wish he was more of an asshole. I, I mean, because then I'd be like, okay, well, yeah, I want him to go is, fuck himself too. He can't be more of an asshole because he's in the funny part. You know, but I mean, I don't know. You know, like think about all the sitcoms you've but seen. But what as if a they? Kid. What if they went to one of the scenes where it's all dark and everything, and all of a sudden he shows up and he's like, "You bitch! I told you to bring me a beer," and he slaps her around. Well, then okay. But then he goes back out into his front of his buddies and he's like, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a dumbass, you know. And, yeah, but I mean, when you're in you the know. comedy part, you can't be. Well, the the one chick isn't there. They're all in the comedy part and then they're back into the dark side, too. I know, but you can't be a jerk in the in the comedy part. You can I understand. Be, you can be a buffoon, but you can't I understand. Be... That's what I'm saying. But in the dark side of it, he could be in the dark side and go slap her around a little bit. I'm not encouraging that. I'm not saying that that's what should happen. But, I mean, if if she wants to kill the man, he's got to be more do more than what he's doing. I agree with you. I told you that. So, that's all I'm saying. I told you I agree with that. But I'm just saying you can't make him too much of a buffoon because he only shows up in the funny part. You never see Kevin. It, maybe we saw him once for like two seconds in the dark part. I don't remember ever seeing him in the dark part. Every oh time he's God. on, he's always... hospital scene? Mm, no, I don't think so. Anyway. I don't know. Alrighty. Anyway. I think we should wrap it up. Time to wrap it up. Um, right. Let's ask producer Brandon what he thought of this episode. Yeah. I tried to follow his, his uh, instructions, his... Demands. All right, well, we'll see how he, what he thinks. Have a good week. Another busy week. Got another wedding coming up on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it'll be fun. Got a concert to go to here in about a week. <gasps> I can't wait to talk about that. We'll do that next week. Bye, guys. We're sorry to see you go. Why don't you join us again next week? We post an Angela time every single Sunday, and we do sure hope we can see you again. Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time.